Dude, the, uh, the first spot fest was this last weekend. Yeah, how was and that? I want to protest. My team lost, oh. but it should have won because it was my team. God damn it. So it was it was the gear grub and fun thing, right? And for a while, it was big man winning, which I would have almost been OK with. But everyone was saying gear was going to win and obviously gear won in the end and uh, grub didn't get anywhere close. To be fair, I, I was sucking pretty bad, though. <laughs> <laughs> I felt kind of bad for every team I was a part of because like, oh, wow, I'm a massive rock right now. There you go. Well, should we get started? Yeah. All right. Hello, and welcome to another episode of That's Just Gamer Talk. I'm the Gamer124. Join with me as always. Tom Cruise can't lose. How you doing today? I, I'm doing just fine. How you be, my man? I'd I be doing pretty all right. So, talking about the latest Splatfest. That was a pretty good time. Yeah. Nice. Nice. How often do they do it? Are they, are they doing the Splatfest or whatever? I'm pretty sure it's every weekend. Oh, damn. Or every other weekend, something like that. So what that. exactly is Splatfest? I don't, I don't know exactly what it means. So effectively, it's um, a thing where you pick one of three teams in this sense for each of the one hosts. And they ask a question in this term. One, it was like, um, what goes... Sometimes I remember it was like, what goes best on a sandwich, like ham or turkey or peanut butter and jelly or something like that. Uh, for this one, it was, what would you bring together on a desert island? You... Um, Vote for it, and uh, you play uh, games with your team. And it's based on uh, two things. Which team is the most popular, and which team uh, won the most collective matches by the end of the Splatfest. And um, by, uh, by the time the uh, Splatfest is over, the everyone gets prizes for participating, but the winning team gets extras in the terms of... in uh, the form of conch cells, which you can uh, redeem for in-game items like cosmetics or weapons. Nice. It's just a like a really fun community thing in general, though, because you have all this fun, unique dialogue between the hosts. You have everybody making art for the Splatfest. And platoon artists are just so top tier. I, I cannot even get into it right now, but. It's it's always a lot of fun, at least I always enjoy have a lot of fun with it. Nice. I didn't realize they did that. That's really yeah. that's actually really cool. And like I mentioned, um, I th I think it was the week before last week, but um, the Splatfest actually contribute to the lore of the game itself. Like, um, basically, the results of the last Splatfest for Splatoon 2 decided pretty much everything in terms of, like, the plot, the setting, everything for this third game. So it has real, like, consequences in-game, which I always find really fun. Nice. Yeah, that... The Hearing that, I'm like, man, I wonder if uh, Nintendo would ever decide to do that with, like, Smash Brothers. <laughs> that, that would be pretty fucking crazy. That'd be pretty cool, though, if they did that. Yeah. Too bad they don't. Nope. Yeah, well. All right, so... Did you see the... I, I, I know I asked you, but did you see the Last of Us uh, trailer that released literally today? I did, indeed. What'd you think of it? It looks it looks pretty cool. It looks, it looks like it looks like Last of Us, right? It looks like the Last. Of Us. Like, I just it, I'm not trying to like drop any shade on it or anything like that, but it's like, man, yeah. it's just like I, I think we've I think we've said this about the Last of Us and like Last of Us Remaster. It's like just you're shoving the same thing in our face so many times. I'm just like I'm I'm kind of just over it at the moment. It's like. It, it, this is basically like what Disney did with Star Wars for the longest time when they first got it. Like they put out the trilogy and it was like Star Wars, Star Wars, in your face, Star Wars. And then it was like, then we were just like, no, fuck off, stop. And uh, they took a little break and it's slowly been trickling out like Star Wars stuff rather than just forcing it in our face now. Yeah. So I wish Tony would learn that, but I don't know how the re is the re the remakes out by now, isn't it? Uh, Last of Us Part One is out, yeah. Last of Us Part, yeah. Is do that sell well? I don't even know. Is there numbers out there for it? I'm, I'm just curious. I'm not sure if there are numbers on it. Um, the reviews I saw basically said it's it's the Last of Us. I mean, that's basically how I'd put it. Is like it's it's yeah. Last of Us, man. It's like what do you want? What do you want? Yeah, I don't know. Like, it, are would are you gonna watch it when it comes out? Because it's what it's HBO Max. Yeah, 
I mean, probably. I'll at least give it a shot. I don't know. I'll probably wait until like the whole show is out, and then maybe I'll decide if I want to or not. I'm sure it'll be fine, though. Let's see. How many copies did it sell? I was just, I was just curious if like there was numbers on Last of Us Remaster. So around half of Saints Row? What? I assume that they're comparing it to this, to uh, what Saints Row sold. Yeah. Which I have no idea how well Saints Row sold. I'm just hoping... It doesn't really tell so, us anything. The, the, the poor sales of Last of Us Part 1 doesn't discourage Sony from remaking another classic PlayStation title for PS5. So I'm, I'm not seeing any like concrete numbers. I'm hoping it did okay. I mean, I'm I'm sure that like they're not going to give us the exact numbers. Yeah. But I guess it's I guess it's really kind of hard to tell considering that like Sony and Microsoft don't really put out like numbers. Like we can theorize just how good it did because that I it, it's all up to the developers or publisher's discretion of whether or not they want to put out the number like the exact number. Yeah. Um it was not like Elden Ring who was like really excited because they were selling millions upon millions upon millions of copies within its first week. Like, Jesus Christ. Really, yeah. yeah, I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> it's like, I know it was really, really excited. Like, people were really excited for it, but I'm like, holy man. That's that, like, games wish they were that sold that well. Yeah. I, I just looked up to see, like, concretely how often Splatfest do occur, and it's kind of, uh, jumpy it says it's either like once every three weeks or once every month hmm. which i mean even monthly is still pretty good yeah not really telling me though whatever i guess i don't know yeah like i'm sure it's like it's like if you have it too much you don't want it to be like uh oh it's like it's another one of those but it's like it, it, there's also only a limit to how many questions like that you can answer. All right. And then, uh, I don't know, what did I see recently? That there was a lot of, uh, apparently a lot of harassment for Apex Legends, or Ape, the Apex Studios, or Respawn, I guess. Yeah, I uh, didn't see what happened there. I don't know. They just, one day, oh, it was like, what was it, on like, what was it, Thursday or something like that last week? They uh, they just put out the statement that saying, like, hey, stop the harassment towards our uh, our developers. You know, it's it's okay to have criticisms of the game but there's a difference there's a line between uh, input and um, just straight up harassment yeah so I assume I'm just curious what happened there yeah it, it doesn't sound like we know I assume that it just like a lot of people have not liked a certain change done to certain heroes or something like that I don't I don't know I don't know what's going on in the Apex Legends world but I yeah. maybe they maybe they someone didn't like some people didn't like a patch and they just keep going at him at him so much and so forth, but I'm just like, good, good to standing up against them though. Like, and then it's can, not like Bungie can, was was all into support of that, and that's great. I can speak from experience that happens quite a lot. And I know we we've talked about stuff like this before, like where it's just like, oh, don't ever, ever, ever harass, death threat, or anything of developers. It don't. That doesn't solve anything. It solves nothing and just makes you look like an, a more of an asshole than you already are. I can understand being upset about the game or upset about a part of the game, but Re- you got really you- all you're doing is pissing off the community managers, and then that pissed offness goes on to the ground floor employees. And then when you do that, surprise, surprise, we don't want to fix your video game. Yeah shocker yeah big shocker like the other thing the other thing i always don't under really understand about it is just like what is what do you what do you solve like it's like what do you what, what do you get out of this i don't know kicks i don't i don't understand it but it's okay to be upset about a, like something a, a, like a decision it's just yeah just form it in a constructive way be civil about it you yeah. know it's like hey I'm not a big fan of this. Could you change it back to this type thing? Or maybe could you just explain like your thought process here or there? But that's, you know, that's a lot asking for the internet. I understand. But, you know, it's generally how I feel. <laughs> this, then you get the comments that are just like, the footsteps are too loud. And that means this is the worst COD game ever made. It sucks and no one should buy it. Yeah. 
Uh, and suddenly we have team meetings about fucking footstep noises and how loud they should be. Because <laughs> everyone's... Uh, sorry, I'll, I'll stop. Are you good? Yeah. That was a, that was a big point of contention. Uh, the footsteps are too loud again, and people don't like the new mini-map, because they oh never like the new mini-map. They never, they never do. It's like... Ever, okay, here's the thing. In any game or anything in the in the world, not everyone's going to like or agree with that. <laughs> like, there's literally no winning scenarios like that, especially when it comes to making a, uh, making a game. When it comes to, especially when it comes to making a game as big as COD, you are never in any capacity going to please everyone because mm-hmm. everyone in the community wants a different video game. Effectively, yeah, there's still people asking. Asking the COD developers to make another Advanced Warfare game. God, are you serious? Yes. That's crazy. Not... Now we have pro players bitching about whether uh, whether or not they're get, we're going to include slide canceling in the next uh, Warzone. And when we inevitably say no because slide canceling is bullshit... Then they get all pissy at us. What, what, is, what, what is slide canceling? What, what, is, what, what, does that, what does that mean? I don't even know what that means. Is Basically, it, is it like what, it means, what it says? When you, when you uh, cancel a slide and go into a sprint or something like that, it's, it, people used sliding a lot in the first Modern Warfare to get for, like a quick like boost of speed when moving around corners and stuff like that, and that led to a lot of bullshit instances. And so... We got rid of it, and now everyone's and now pro players are bitching about it being gone because they use that a lot. I don't know. No idea. I don't know. It's just like, what was it? I, I, like, it seems like every time, like, if like, oh, pro players could like get the advantage on certain things, it's like that's what they wanted to do. And I'm sitting going, but like, it's not really a fair mechanic. So it's, <laughs> you know, you really shouldn't be using it because it really shouldn't be in the game. And and for a game trying to go for some semblance of realism, you can't slide cancel in real life. When you yeah. slide, you continue to slide. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, I I I feel bad. I feel for the Apex Legends devs, and I I hope they're all doing okay. Yeah, I I, I hope that like. I mean, I know, at no point it ever is it going to really end. It's just like it's how much are you willing to like take or not even look at or just planning. I don't know, ignore. I guess maybe that might not be the correct word for it, but it's like complaining gets you nowhere, and oh, just don't do it, it. It's not complaining that really bothers people. It's like when you. Well, say you're i'm gonna boycott this game now or this game sucks or it's the worst video game of all time or you know kys shit like that yeah that's when it goes a little far it, go, it gets really too far when people say shit hey send us send dms being like hey we're gonna bomb your studio or some shit yeah no that that's when you hit the really bad no no don't do that type uh type deal that's that's where you hit the no that's that's crossed the line hardcore so far yeah yeah just don't i don't know how many times you gotta you gotta say this like it's okay to not to not like decisions made by developers but you have to be civil about it and not be dicks and not threaten to blow up a studio or anything like that. It's really that simple. Trust me. It's really that simple. It's hard, I know. But it's just what you got to do. All right. Moving right. on. Because we, we, I, yeah. I think we've said our, what we wanted to do about that. Yeah, we've, so. we've pounded that point into the ground pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, E3 is going to be back next year. Woo! We're so happy, right? Totally. You can tell in my voice that we're so happy. I'm so excited. So excited. Hooray for E3. Yeah, so it's going to be what? June. Uh and then it's going to be it. the thing is with this with this one it's like they're have going to have like what do they what do they call it? Like business days where it's going to like Excuse me. What? Uh no, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> Good over there? Yeah. 
Okay. I got gas. Oh. <laughs> uh, I forgot. Oh, yeah. So there's going to be business days where it's basically going to be like content creators meeting other content creators and anyone that wants to uh, pay for, I guess, extra or... I, I don't know. They they haven't really explained I, uh, at all what that really means, but I assume that you're going to be able to meet content creators or game developers and just kind of talk to them in these days where then there's going to be like the, what they call the gamer days that are for the fans where you just, you know, you go around and you play all the demos, talk to devs or whatever about upcoming games. And I'm just like that. Okay. I, I mean, that just sounds like what E3 should be, but you know, <laughs> yeah, the, it, it really goes, it really goes like just reading what their whole plan about this means is just like, they're trying to, make e3 that like influencer place again where it's the, it's less about the games and it's more about meeting your favorite streamers or celebrities or something like that and i'm just like just stop that was that didn't work before why do you think it'll work now I don't get it <laughs> i just I don't i don't get it at least that's what i'm getting i'm getting from it and i'm just like uh, okay yeah but you have to remember that well E3 didn't happen in 2020 because they couldn't get their shit together because of the pandemic. So everyone went online digital. So a lot of developers went and made their own. And then 2021 happened and it was very okay. It was like they they clearly like slapped together something and it was like basic of basic. And the thing is like Sony didn't appear that year. So they were really hardcore backing off of uh Microsoft that year, and it was okay. I think a lot of people were just wondering, like, why didn't Xbox just have a, their own showcase like, outside from E3? Because that's, that's essentially, like I mentioned before, the thing that really carried the entire showcase. Aside from that, what was there? Like, I think there was a Ubisoft thing in fucking Verizon. There was said they're getting was, into gaming or some shit. Yeah, there was that, and along with the, um, I think there was a future game show as well and that was like the highlight of it and i was just like okay and i mean you could also say like oh well it was like also the time where a lot of games were being delayed so it's like oh well sure but i don't know it's just like it's just like it really begs the question of like what like kind of like what you were getting at it's like why do e3 anymore it's like when it's like it's all held digitally online, like, and especially because, like, last, I mean, last year, like, er earlier this year, it wasn't even, like, because E3 couldn't agree on what they wanted to do. They just said, fuck it, we're not even going to do it. So what what did they have to do again? Microsoft ran their own one. PlayStation ran their own one. Um, Ubisoft, all these, all these publishing companies basically did them, did their own thing. And it was, felt like it was. (laughs) Like, it just felt the same. They all were like, oh, we can still do this without E3. Yeah, we don't really I... need you. We don't need the name anymore. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know. I, I'm not saying that, oh, I'm going to discard E3, but it's like, they're trying to do this whole thing, and it's like, I, I don't know, man. I still think I my I still think my original um prediction of E3 is basically what's going to happen is that, like, Nintendo and, like, Xbox and... PlayStation will basically all leave, and then that and inevitably, like Ubisoft and basically everyone else will also leave, and it'll basically just be for a place where a bunch of indie developers go to show off their game. It'll be like another version of PAX or whatever, PAX which is, like GamesCon, something like that, which is totally fine. But I, I'm sure it's not what they want. But no. no, sucks to suck, man. That's just the way the industry is going. It's just that- these are big companies, and they can pull these showcases and have them be really popular without you well and it's just like the 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 scene of showing off games is just it's changed you know it's it's different it's not like you can't the internet is so accessible and information is so readily available it's like and because streaming is basically like it's just like it's now the forefront of how of where you get where most people get the entertainment and especially like especially if you remember like even though we're like you know what i don't want to i don't want to say this because i don't want to jinx anything but like we're through the thicket of the pandemic which is not nest all all true whatsoever but like it just seems to be 
pushed back pushed back in everyone's mind just because it's not really the forefront yeah, on everyone's mind. Anymore. Yeah, it should be, but you know, what do I know, right? <laughs> it's just like, so it's like, you know, we're still not technically through the pandemic, and it's like, and then also it's just like, I don't know, I don't want to spend, I don't know, so much money to go to LA and go do sit at E3. I was like, I thought I did at one point, but I'm just like, now that, and I'm like, maybe if I had done it about five, ten years ago, I probably would feel different about it, but now it's like, I don't, I'll just watch this stuff on the, the fucking stream. YouTube, yeah. YouTube, whatever. Yeah, I barely watch stuff live, so I usually just watch the YouTube videos afterwards. Essentially, yeah. It's like ever I I think I don't, I don't think I've caught like a single Nintendo Direct or like the State of Play or anything like that like oh, live. The last like event that I remember watching like live live was um probably that one direct when they were announcing the uh last Smash Brothers character because that's when I was still holding out hope that they were going to add Master Chief. Ah, that's right. When Sora got put in the game. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest disappointment of Smash Ultimate. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's that's a claim right there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think I, I think the probably the last one I watched was probably like the, the game awards from last year. That was probably about it. Yeah. Like I think I everything wish else I, I watched that live. I, I would have shit myself seeing that Ellen Wake trailer live. I remember. Like, I, I think. I think I remember streaming that because you came in later that later that night or whatever because I was like co-streaming that, yeah. it, and I was like, and you were like, "Hey, what did I miss?" And I'm just like, "Dude, they the Ellen Wake two is coming out," and you were so fr- like you were so fervently against it. You were just like, "No, you're fucking with me. You're absolutely fucking with me right now." There's no way they just announced Ellen Wake two. And I'm like, and we're ever like, there was like two or three people, and myself and Chad were just going, no, no, it happened. We saw it happen. And you were just like, no, 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 it didn't happen. It, it it couldn't have. The idea of that happening in that in this day and age was so obtuse in my mind. I was like, yeah, it's Alan Wake is done. They're never going back to it. Uh, and it just didn't happen. And then at one point, I was like, wait, 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 are they are they being serious? No, there's no way. So I looked up <laughs> Alan Wake two on YouTube, still thinking that I'm going to be fucked with, and then I, I literally jumped out of my seat, because it's like, holy shit, this is the greatest thing of all time! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that was really funny. It's just like how much you were just against it in the chat. You're like, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Uh, that was about me. That was that was about what I felt when I uh, when my brother told me, I was like, hey, they're remaking Crisis Core, and I was like, what? <laughs> what? like what no way don't believe you (laughs) no that's happening it's coming out this year in like three months crazy yeah dude i'm fucking tempted to pick that up for ps5 because i've since i'm a best buy member they kept sending me advertisements for the steelbook edition of that game yeah oh man yeah i I know what you mean i'm i'm really i'm really folding that way too myself it's such a sexy steelbook, too. It looks so good. <laughs> Even if all it is is just a picture of Zach from the backside, it's so great. He has a nice backside. It does. You see the nice you see the buster sword and all of its glory. I'm just if like, we, oh, that's cool. If we all bros can't come together and appreciate a good man's backside, I feel like then that, I don't know what we can appreciate. I feel like I feel like that's what we did and like I feel like that's what everyone said in like um uh, uh, Avengers Endgame. It's like when uh, who who the fuck was it when he went, when they went? He's like, that's America's ass. Oh yeah, that's uh, Captain America, and he had his like scene but, with uh, Fat but, Dumpy. But who, <laughs> but who was who was the person that said that? Like, wh- wh- who said that again? Who, who like someone told him like that's. A, and I was like, I don't know. I don't want to know. I see myself in tights or whatever. And like, look, makes my butt a little big. And he's like, hey, that's America's ass. Is that Ant Man? Um, I think it was Ant Man. I'm pretty sure it was Ant-Man. Pretty sure that it was sounds Ant-Man. like an Ant-Man thing. That's America's ass. I'm just like, you know what? That that's a great line. <laughs> Am I the only one that likes the Ant-Man movies? 
I feel like every time I, the MCU gets brought up, everyone's like, oh, yeah, they're all great. But the Ant-Man movies, they're like, they're just OK. And I'm like, yeah, I get I get that. Th- I, I get, really I, like the Ant-Man I get movie. that feeling, too. Like, I, I feel like everyone's like I, I always talk about it. I was like, oh, man. Oh, man. I was like, oh, like, you know, it was cool. Kind of cool to see Ant-Man in like uh, an Avengers Endgame and him being like a major plot point of why they were able to, you know, travel in time or whatever. And then they go, yeah, I fucking yeah. hate Ant-Man. And I'm just like. Is Why? he really that hated? <laughs> or a lot of that was with Ant-Man and the Wasp too. How everyone was like, "Uh, you think that was like the uh, like people being frustrated that it was put in between like um, Infinity War and Endgame?" Sort of like was that the same situation with Captain Marvel, where she, where that movie came out in the middle of those two movies? I'm pretty sure that was the only movie that came out between those two Avengers. I'm pretty sure. Sh- no, I'm pretty sure um, Ant-Man did too. Because there was a post-credit scene with a snap, right? Was it? There was a, I remember this uh, specifically in Ant-Man and the Wasp, there was a post-credit scene where it showed them getting stuck in the quantum realm because that was one of the opening scenes in Endgame. And if it came out before Infinity War, no one would have known what that meant. I think Let's that... find out, because I am curious myself. I thought, I thought it was only... Oh, you're right. It was, yeah, Avengers Infinity War, then there was Ant-Man and the Wasp, and then there was Captain Marvel. Yeah, Infinity War came out April 27th, Ant-Man and the Wasp came out July 6th, Captain Marvel was the following March, and then Endgame was uh, basically a full year after uh, Infinity War. Yeah. I thought it was something like that. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah, I guess I guess that does make sense now that you say that, because I'm like... Oh, you're right, because they 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 did have like some like snap thing or whatever. I never I've never watched any of the Ant Man films, but I remember people saying I was like, oh man, there was like a snap thing that happened there. I'm like, what? Because <laughs> I think I didn't watch Infinity War until like six months after it was out or something like that. <laughs> it was really funny to like when when those movies were coming out. Like we were still working at the theater when those movies were coming out, yeah. and I remember like I would I would open in the morning and like there would I would always open with like two or three other people and then like. This is back when like Zach was still the manager, so he would like get in and like do all of his manager stuff, and then we'd sit there and wait for the be able to open the doors. And he goes like, "I don't want to talk about it unless you've seen it." And then they always come up to me. And I was like, "Have you seen Infinity Year, Infinity War or whatever?" And I'm sitting here going, "No." And I'm just like, "Damn it, we can't talk about it." I was like, "You guys could talk about it. I don't care." <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, sweet!" And so they just started talking about it. <laughs> it's really <Nice>. funny. <laughs> it's like, I don't care. You guys could talk spoilers. I don't. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I was like, I think the, it was always funny because I think the thing that pushed me to watch Infinity War was that I heard that Thanos threw a moon at the heroes, and I'm sitting there going, "What? He fucking did what now? <laughs> he threw a wait, he threw a moon. All right, I got to see this. <laughs> the idea of throwing a moon at somebody just like baffled me. I'm just like, what does that mean? That was such a cool part. Too, it was. It was, was a very cool part. It, it was like, if you throw another planet at me. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna lose, lose it. it. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was great. That was cool. I'm just like, all right. He literally just threw a moon at him, and and Iron Man just said, "Yeah, that fucking pissed me off. Don't do it again." <laughs> that was kind of. That was, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, yeah. All right. Oh, we really got off track of E3, <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. We were done with that conversation anyway. So. I don't know. And then the the big one that happened the last week uh, that I that I that I feel like we were going to spend a good chunk of time on it was the uh, letter from the president of uh, Twitch, and oh boy, was it a doozy! Mm-hmm. Uh, oh boy, it, it, it was um, a whole lot there, and not a not a whole lot to like. Yeah, I, I'm going to tell, tell you right you. now, it really pissed me off to the point where I'm. This is the first episode of this. We're not streaming. I'm just recording this. I'm going to put it out like. On ours, like I'll probably when I edit it, I'll put it on Twitch. But like, yeah, I'm just like I'm not not a fan of these decisions, considering that their uh idea, uh, the reasoning for it is that they don't make enough money or it'd be too expensive. And I'm just like, you literally are owned by the biggest company in the history of the world right now. Fucking Amazon. Yeah, and they're talking about not having the money to pay for so, service let, let's go let's go through it real fast because it, it's like okay. it, it's a lot if you read the letter it's a lot of words that 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 basically are like 
sugarcoating everything that that's being said there. Mm-hmm. So let's let's kind of go through it. So right now, as of right now, uh, Twitch has specific like a special offer for certain like bigger streamers, so they get seventy thirty revenue, like seven thirty seventy thirty split. Okay. Um, which then a lot of viewers, a lot of content creators will now go down to fifty fifty, which is the universal thing for like if you're an affiliate, it's like oh you get half of the subscribers revenue. Um. And a lot of content creators are not happy about that for a lot of reasons because that's like 30% of their revenue gone in an instant because which is is being greedy about this and and stuff like that. It's like, what do they say? It's like 22,000 22, content creators would would move from the from the 70-30 split to the 50-50. And it's like, yeah. wow, that's a lot. Listen, guys, we're really sorry, but we've had to make the difficult decision to give ourselves more money. Yeah, yeah, and and the, their main reason for that is like, oh, well, yeah, running servers to host all of these people, it's too expensive. We can't, we can't do that. Like, we we do, it's too expensive. We gotta take more money. We gotta take more money. So I'm just like, okay, great. That's not cool at all. <laughs> There's also like different stuff on the Especially. payout stuff where you basically get paid out more often. But I'm sitting there going, I don't give a shit about that part. Nobody cares a shit Who about cares? that part. No, no, no one, nobody cares. And the big, uh, the big point of discrepancy that I have right now is you have websites like YouTube, and we bring this up every time we talk about an issue with Twitch, the whole YouTube gaming thing. Isn't there a split right now? Something like eighty twenty or something mm-hmm. like that it's uh i think it's like it, it's like it's like eighty twenty or it's like or maybe it might be seventy thirty or something like that it and i think it all depends I, on because i know the bigger or the more views you get the bigger the cut you get it's it's all pretty yeah. subjective but i think the minimum is like seventy percent and i i get the whole servers thing the but i have to believe that YouTube is a more expensive website to run than Twitch, and it doesn't have the backing of a multi-billion, almost a, well, no, not a trillion-dollar company. Wait, pretty close to Amazon? it. No, pretty, pretty close, close to, to a it, trillion. But, but yeah, it'll get there eventually. But like, to, just to, just to add on to your point, though, like, I I understand that YouTube is not extreme. Well, they have streaming, but it's not as big as stream or er, streaming as Twitch is. But it's getting there. The, the fact it is, is getting there. It feels yeah. like every month they're adding a whole slate of new features well, to make it better and better. And then it also this 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 announcement doesn't help. It, well, it helps yeah. YouTube. It doesn't help Twitch. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, uh, but like, it's just like if you if you're talking about just flow of content in general, though, YouTube does way more than Twitch does. Just way more. Hundred percent. Like may, maybe most of it's not streaming, but like. The fact is, they're they're ho- they're hosting this and doing it at a, at a just I, like it, I, well, I like it's they're not having to sacrifice quality for yeah. for theirs. So it's like too often, I, and something I've noticed about some streamers, like is that actually a lot of streamers is that on Twitch you can't stream at like the highest quality. If you do so. Viewers will will encounter errors and have to refresh the page as a result of it. Have you noticed that before? If you Ish, run, if you sometimes. if you run it for if if a streamer tries to stream at fourteen forty p at sixty frames per second, the stream will uh, will uh, oftentimes encounter what's known as error three thousand, which is an encoding error, and it's just stupid because then basically it's like even though like you have like these 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 streamers have like high power PCs that could stream at the highest or even have two PC setups that could easily do that. Oh yeah. They just can't because it, it too many people will encounter errors and their viewership will hurt because of it. And I'm sitting here going, YouTube doesn't have that problem, Twitch. What the fuck? And I, I think we've mentioned this. God knows how many times now they have it. Every time it seems like every time we get news from Twitch, it's almost universally bad news. It's always uh, we're having this problem, where we're having this problem. It, it it feels like fixes take forever to get here, and then, like we said before, we have uh, websites like YouTube, which are seem to be progressing progressing way faster than Twitch does. 
and Twitch is just content letting this stuff happen because they're just thinking we're never going to be knocked down from the top. Pretty much. And and while I ha- have heard a lot of um, a lot of content creators coming out and being like, okay, it's not a good idea to switch to YouTube right now, especially if, a lo- if you have a large following on Twitch. But it's going to get there eventually. Okay. Just to con- just a counterpoint, what you just said though. When is yeah. the good time then? <laughs> like, is there ever a good time? No, because no matter no matter what, if you switch platforms, even as the biggest streamer in the history of the world, you're going to lose people in the transition because some people won't want to make that transition. So it's a pretty flimsy excuse, if you ask me. Yeah. I get that it's people just trying to defend Twitch or whatever, maybe just like saying, oh, it could get better or whatever. But I'm sitting here going like, I, I, I've i talked about how I've been, I've been maybe not streaming on Twitch for 10 plus years, but I've been, I've been going to going to Twitch for like 10 years. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you right now, like in the past, ever since Amazon took over, it's only gotten worse. It really has. It's like, well, while theoretically, like, oh, like you could say that, oh, but it's gotten better because of the affiliate system, and like it's easier to get start earning money with with Twitch if you wanted to start like a, being a small streamer. You don't need to like be just a partner, or the community is so much better as a result of it. Like you can get free subscriptions with Twitch Prime. It's like why why is this bad? And I'm like because because of moves like this, because of stuff like this, and like. Yeah. And just like clearly, Amazon is taking the the profitable route over the over the route they should take. That's why. And like, well, for the issue with what they're doing too is if they do do the right thing, they will eventually get to the more profitable route because they're not going to lose these big streamers that they're currently losing to YouTube right now. But that that's their hubris right now. Like you were just saying, that nobody can knock us down. That's that because that's that's. That's them saying nobody can knock us down. It, they're taking the Amazon mentality. It's like, oh, other play, other people do kind of like the services we do, but Amazon just does it way better or way cheaper because they exploit their workers. But, you know, that's not nor here, whatever. Not here, no other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like we're not talking about that at the moment. <laughs> but it, it's like it's it's that whole reason, you know. And, and look, it, for... Twitch being all about they're always they're always talking about how we're a community based platform or whatever that we're always we always want to be there with the community and stuff like that and I'm sitting here going for for you saying that boy that does not trans translate for what you just said here that's like completely the opposite and it's like oh well now you're just, you're taking money away from creators but wait they can make it up with ads if you were trying to build a community of people. The last thing you want to be doing is playing a ton it's of ads. Ad. Yeah. Like I Yeah, let's throw in more ads by taking away money from the content creators that they were that the content creators were using so they didn't have to play ads so they could talk. Well, they got time between cues and whatever. It's like, but that's the time you actually talk to the content creator. That was some of the best times, honestly. Like And then I can't tell you how like how nice it is like I, what was it I I pay for Crunchyroll just so I don't have to w- watch ads between like because they would have like breaks or whatever just to go like, go through there now imagine watching that like watching like what is it like on like if you were like watching a show on HBO Max or something like that and all of a sudden midway yeah. through your thing it's like started playing five minutes of ads that'd be fucking annoying right it's like, oh, you're paying for this. You're paying for the service, and now you also have to watch ads because HBO wanted to get more greedy. That's pretty much what Twitch is doing right now. Such bullshit. Yeah. So it's like, I, I don't, I, and it, 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 I don't know. Going back to like what you were saying about like people were talking about how, oh, this is a bad time to switch over to youtube well, or somewhere else or whatever and i know it's just that, that's not your words that's that's like other people's what they were saying no the reason I'm, I'm i even brought that up is because this is coming from uh again this is, i'm a vtubers person this is mostly from uh vtubers who switched from full-time on twitch to full-time on youtube and they were just talking about how it was a hard time re- trying to rebuild their community there and how it's a much different platform than twitch and they did say eventually 
But eventually YouTube's going to get to a point where it just is a better place to stream than Twitch. Uh, but especially for smaller content creators, if you have any, if you have a following on Twitch, it might not be worth the move. Yeah. Really? I think for a lot of new streamers or people that do have a large following on Twitch, I don't see why you don't move to YouTube. It, it, At this point, it just seems like the thing to do. It's one. It's it's one of those things that it, to each their own. It's really like what people are gonna mo- do what they think is best for them. That's fine. That's that's what you'd expect. Yeah. But like, for people to say, "Oh, this is a bad time," or it, it's like it's gonna be hard transition. Of course, it is. Like it, those are those are not decisions you you take lightly. It, it's really like. And when you switch one, you're not going to go back to the other, or you don't want to switch back and forth between them. Yeah. But kind of how, I, kind of how I look at it with like Twitch is like, or just content creation in general is that you don't make a name on Twitch. What happens with that, and what what I mean by that is, you stream on Twitch, but where you make your name, where you find other people, is like through other platforms like YouTube, TikTok, whatever. And then yeah. you bring those people from that platform onto Twitch. And it's like, why not just be on that platform then? You know what I mean? It's like, why not just go to YouTube now? Yeah. Especially with YouTube. Like you were saying, like they, it seems like they add new stuff every week that basically that makes it better. Like if they are showing legitimate signs of improving and like, and all that, and it's like, why not try it? <sighs> I I don't want to say this is the moment to jump ship, but if there was ever a reason in the past, like two three years, to like say, hey, now is if you were ever if you were on like the cusp or on the fence of whether or not you should, this might be the time to do so. Yeah. So there's that, and that's pretty much what I'm doing. I I don't know it. It's like I said, like in the past, it seems like within the past like five years, Twitch has just changed in so many different ways, and it just doesn't seem like that they've not all that growth has been in the good in the necessarily good way. I mean, what was it that like? <laughs> I mean, we talked we've talked about like what like and I, and I always I always ask these questions like when when we talk about like Twitch and it's like, but what it really what is Twitch and like and like what is it that they're trying to do or what kind of content are they willing to promote on there? Cause it's clearly like, Oh, they, they literally, what was it last week? We talked about them banning gambling, uh, on their, on their site, which I'm surprised was a thing already. Like it probably shouldn't have been one to begin with. It probably should yeah. have been, on, it probably should have been one of those things that should not have been allowed from the start, but they allowed it. Lost 200 grand on it. Oh, I'm sure there was a lot more than that, but that was the one that was advertised, or that was the one that was not advertised. That promoted, was the one uh, promoted the most. Yeah. Well, that was the one that was like uh, brought attention to. So, I, eh, I don't know. It, it's just like I can't help but think like, oh man, how many gambling addictions might have been started during that time because people were scammed into believing that oh we're always gonna win type thing or stuff like that. And then there's then there's like the whole thing with like. The ASMR streaming and the, and the hot tub machine or hot hot tub machine hot tub streams, hot tub um, time machine. yeah, hot tub time machine. That's what I was thinking for a second there. Um, but it's like you really have to ask yourself: It's like, do you do you really want that on your platform? And I know I say that every time, but it's like I really do ask that question and really wonder to myself: Should that? Could that? Does it? Does it really belong there? Like. There are other platforms to do so to do that kind of stuff on that. You know? Like I don't want to say which one way or another, but to me it just feels like that there are better better places to be having that kind of stuff. That okay. that that's how I look at it at least. It is it's so it's always so hard cuz it's like clearly the hot tub streams are mainly for, you know, the female streamers or whatever. It's like, oh, yeah. I'm looking as like I'm you know, I'm not the most attractive dude of all time. <laughs> yes, you are. No. Yes. <laughs> not by yes. not by casual standards or the casual standards. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, but uh, standards of whatever. You get my point. Um, but it's like, but I'm just sitting here going, just like, oh well, it feels like I'd be like one of those guys. Oh, they're taking away my 
uh, the money that uh, the viewers that I'd be getting. They just, uh, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. It's just like from the sheer, yeah. from the sheer, just like what what Twitch is and like what it should what be or what this platform want to what be. What does this platform want to be? Who the fuck knows? I, it, it's just, it's just the general like. Before Amazon got it, it, Twitch was hardcore, just like we're a gaming, gaming streaming platform or whatever. But people came here to play games, and then there was like the just chatting or whatever. It was like kind of like turn, they were also expanding into like, oh, if you wanted to live stream podcasts or whatever, kind of like what we would do for as uh, gamer talking. That's fine, but it's like I'm not saying it's it's just gaming, but it's like there are some things that you maybe just don't want on there. Like, really? No. It was like, uh, what, what were those, like, chat roulette things that uh, that were, like, a rage back in, like, 10, 12 years ago or something like that? Forgot what they're called. Um, like Omega like, or something like that? Yeah, stuff like that. It's it's like Omega saying that, oh, we, we like people that, that, you know, you'd randomly match with a person and they would be, like, jerking off. And I'm just like, we like that. You know, it's like clearly they don't like that. Clearly they don't want that on the thing. It, it's like it's that kind of mentality. You know, I'm, I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. I've been hardcore considering just moving off of Twitch. I mean, it's part of the reason I'm not streaming this today. Is just like I've just been in a very pissy mood over the like the past. Like like and like you said, every time it seems like something comes out of Twitch, it's like it always seems to be bad news or unable to fix certain things or do anything about like hate raids or something like that or. It's fucking frustrating. It's just like it doesn't feel like the the platform is working to be better. It's just kind of like it's it's there to survive another day. That's just my general thoughts about it. I don't know if you have any other kind of thoughts about it at the moment. No, you you've got everything. I uh, I do want to add in kind of as a joke that I have. What uh, would? <sighs> Would us as dudes be able to like stream topless if it meant if if we were like in a hot tub or something, but you could still see our nips? Would that be a thing that would be allowed on Twitch? Yes. Or would we have to wear like a top? Nope. Okay. Nope. Uh, uh, as long as you are, what what do they say? Is like as long as you're wearing appropriate for what you're doing. Uh, thing. I think that was the late. That was that's still like the TOS. TOS, curious now, because it's, like it, it's gone back and forth of whether of like whether or not dudes can stream with their shirts off or not. Yeah, like it's very. It's like one day, one time it goes. It's like oh, it's okay. Then next time it's not or whatever. So I'm just sitting here going like I don't about other policies from the thing or whatever, and I'm just like oh boy, gotta gotta get deep into the weeds on this one. Sexually, because it would fall under probably, I would assume, is sexually suggestive content or nudity in attire, is what I would say. Yeah. Suggestive content is prohibited into its evaluations and other sexual suggestiveness, such as behaviors and activities, are independent of the user's attire and instead based on overall surroundings, framing of the context. This policy also applies to the embedding media. What the fuck are you even talking about here? Augmented reality, creative broadcast. Channel content such as banners, emotes, panels, whatever. Okay, that makes sense. Like you don't want nudity in your like emotes or whatever, I guess. But it's like then it also has to go off augmented reality. Is that like VR stuff? I have no idea. Content the camera focuses on breast, buttocks, pelvic regions, including poses that are deliberately highlight these elements. I'm gonna tell you right now that they are clearly not enforcing this. I've I'm gonna I've seen clips where clearly you can tell what they're trying to what they're trying to highlight specifically from hot tub con, hot tub streams that you'll see sometimes they'll stand up and you can see their whole ass, just their whole ass in in frame, like dead center. And right now what I just read tells me that because they were focusing most but it's not but that was just for one moment i'm telling you right now it doesn't matter doesn't matter from what nope. they just said uh groping explicit gestures directed towards breast buttocks and genital as well and, mm, again seen clips about that nothing done 
boy, it's pole dancing. Yeah, you don't want pole dancing, I guess. The sure, go for it. Um, goal sets the standard to allow you to elevate your content and express yourself in a variety of ways without expressing global, diverse community and inappropriate content. We aim to transmit what the this this is where this means fucking nothing. <laughs> this whole this whole fucking thing just says nothing. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Okay, I just read this. Uh, as for president, as women, we ask that you cover your nipples. Do not permit exposed under uh, under bus. Cle cleavage is all is unrestricted as long as the coverage requirement is met. <laughs> so basically, they can have as much cleavage as they want and expose it however they desire, as long as it's like as long as you cover the nipples and don't show the under bust. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god! All right. That's weirdly specific. It's very, very oddly specific. Oh, oh, okay. So the the augmented reality stuff is for is for VTubers basically. Is, is from what I, I understand. Okay. It's basically like you can't just have nude models or whatever, just like as your VTuber. <laughs> Makes sense. Wonder how recent that was added. Huh, oh well. Swimsuit is permitted as long as it's completely covered with genitals and those present as women must also cover the nipples. Fully coverage of the buttocks is not required. <laughs> Cameras focus around them is, is still a subject as are sexually suggestive content. Those may be fully opaque when needs must be fully opaque even when wet. <laughs> what the fuck is this, dude? Like, what am I reading? I've never, like, legitimately really read the TOS. But I'm just like, dude, I just, like... What the fuck? I mean, technically, it doesn't say that you can't. Because <sighs> the thing is, like, when it comes to it says when co when it comes to co uh, covering nipples, it only comes it only is uh, for women. It says so. Technically, theoretically, men could stream shirtless. Nice. From what I understand. Now, I want I want to preface. I'm not read. I, I from what I interpret says we can. Does it mean? If you're listening to this, go stream shirtless you if you're a dude. Yeah. If you want to take that risk, that's fine. Hashtag not legal advice. Exactly. Don't read up for yourself if you want if that is something you think you want to do. But yeah. <laughs> I am not a lawyer here, nor am I an expert in Twitch TOS at the moment. Because half the shit I read on here is just nothing but nonsense. Man, that's man. That gives me a fun idea, though. Yeah. I want to blow up. I want to not even outside in the middle of my living room. I want to blow up one of them kiddie pools, and I want to just lie down in it with a beer at six a.m. and then ramble on for like four hours about nothing i mean that that's basically what uh what hot tub streams are basically it's yeah. like if you're a dude yeah i and i would be the next ninja that way dude uh can i like if, if that's got to be a thing right like there's got to be like a dude on there that basically like his whole thing is like he sits in like a hot tub or whatever or like a little kiddie pool with a beer and literally is just like and it's like it's like you're like you're hanging out with the bros or whatever, and it's just like you're just sitting there, like you're on like a beach or whatever, just talking about random bullshit. Like it's, that's it's, that's got to be somebody's channel, right? There's no way. It it's your boy Tom Cruise can't lose here in the kiddie pool with a brewski here at six a.m. in the fucking morning. It's got to be a thing. It's just got to be a thing. There's no way. Like I feel like we just came up with a million dollar idea if we if we. Didn't. I'm a genius. I am so smart. I cannot wait to do that. Oh, don't worry. Remember how they said they were banning slots? Slots is still available, by the way, uh, so that you can still stream. And there's still a ton of people that do. Just because I want oh, to that's Twitch. cool. Yeah, Thanks. it's it's Twitch. not it's not imposed until uh, June or something next year. <laughs> Rather than it just being like a you know just now. <laughs> just, just wanted to throw that out to people. FIFA yeah. 23 came out today. What the fuck? I, I, cool. I don't remember that. <laughs> just looking, it's just real, just real fast looking at the, I just, just real fast, just wanted to click on the hot tub ones, and I literally scrolled down and I see uh, uh, Uncle Iroh from uh, Avatar: Last Airbender sitting like 
as a v2 as a vtuber thing sitting in a hot tub and just talking about it and i'm just like that's phenomenal no fucking way that's a thing that's phenomenal <laughs> i'm going bullshit on that there's only it's three, a, three people watching that but apparently that's a thing can you send it to me uh i could probably link it to you probably sure if you could i want to see this don't worry i gotta watch fucking three ads just to start the thing what the fuck there's no <laughs> way Be amazing 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 i okay i'm not in yet let's see uh just the... an uncle enjoying his spa time yep <laughs> he's been streaming for eight hours yep so as i noticed too <laughs> Five, four, three, two. What the actual fuck am I looking at? I don't know, man, but it's just, you just remember this is the internet we're talking about. Anything could be on here. I feel like I've lost my lost my point of really what I wanted to get at, but in, in the end, it doesn't matter. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, just to wrap up my thoughts on on this whole uh, this whole Twitch debacle is, hey, Twitch, don't be yeah. don't be piece of shit. You know, Amazon, uh, don't don't do what you're doing because you could make more money if you actually did the thing where you say you're even though you're it, Twitch is community driven, but then it screw over the community and say you're still and still say you're community driven. People are done buying your bullshit. I'm done buying your bullshit. That's for sure. That's for damn sure. Anything else you want to say about that? Or are you pretty, pretty much not everything said? Yeah, everything said, man. All right. Sounds good. What what you've been doing the past week? What games you've been playing? I've been miss, mainly getting uh, Ur Dragon ready. I'm very excited nice. for that because I got I I was scared at first because I was like, wait, what if I uh, what if I sold uh, what if I sold that deck to buy cards for like newer decks and stuff like that? And I was like, yeah, no, I I still have all of it, thankfully. I also found s some uh, fun cards that are giving me a fun idea. Oh boy. So Fun you know ideas. how you know how Cole is talking about doing the the hippogriff like uh, politics deck, right? Yeah. Where he tries to get everybody to like him. And I was thinking, what if I create a deck that's the exact opposite of that? Where it's not even stacks, but it's just a a mono white deck full of a bunch of cards that'll make everybody hate me. So like white so, weenies or <laughs> So it would have Hikori the Dust Drinker as the commander, and it would run cards like Humility, Armageddon, and Winter Orb. So yeah, not stuff that would help me at all, but it would... Oh, gross. It would... <laughs> I literally just looked up what the commander was. Lands don't untap during their player's untap steps. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, that player untaps a land he or she controls. It's like Winter Orb built into a creature. Oh, this sounds disgusting. And then as soon as somebody gets rid of him, then I can play Armageddon to get rid of all lands in general. Do you remember that and land? Do you remember that I land destruction Winter deck Orb. I was talking about? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but you see, I'm not going for that strategy because it would fuck me. I'm fucking myself over too. I, I understand that, but I'm sitting here going like, but land destruction decks. I know. <laughs> Fun one with mine, though, is that it's not designed to win. It's just designed to make people upset. Well, I mean, that's a legit strategy is just making people rage quit. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I feel like kind of at some point Billy's uh, Urza's deck was like. It's just like, I don't want to fucking play with this anymore. It's just fuck this. That, I remember uh, when I used to play hu Humility and how much Billy absolutely hated that card, and I'm so <laughs> glad that I never got rid of it. You remember what that did, right? Kind of. I, I need to look it up again. Here, I just sent it to you. Oh, creatures yeah, have one one and lose all abilities. Yeah. God damn. That's a, that's a stupid card. <laughs> that's, a car, that's a card you play when... Uh, you don't play a ton of creatures. Yeah. Oof. 
I just revamped my uh, equipment deck and made it uh, white black or white uh, red. Mm-hmm. Something I've been talking about for a while. So nice. Well, I got I got a bunch of cards for that, and I'm like I'm hoping it'll be pretty good, or at least decent. My little black deck that I've been thinking about making that runs ninety three lands in it. Uh, what? Is it is it like you have so many swamps you just win, or is this like a the uh, uh, like a I I don't know I don't even know <laughs> like what 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 is it? So basically, I think the commander's ability is uh, for every card you discard, uh, everyone loses one life. Oh boy! And you just you just have a card in the deck. No, it's uh, a card that essentially has demonic tutor built into the commander. So you just search out the your two combo pieces and a deck that has ninety three lands in it. And then you draw a bunch of uh, lands, and then you discard them all, so everyone loses, like, 60-odd life or some shit like that. And um, then uh, everybody uh, loses. Okay. I, I, I come up with weird ideas for deaths. I remember, like... Um... There was at one point I wanted to do, like, an Oathbreaker one, where there was, like... Um... There was a combo where you play like Jace Wield of Mysteries, and then you pl- it, it's like literally like you play Jace Wield of Mysteries, then you play um like a spell where it's like you draw until you until you um until you draw a creature, but you just play sixty lands. So you just play sixty islands. That that was the deck. You play sixty islands or fifty. Oh, it was like fifty eight islands or whatever. Then you play those two cards because in Oathbreaker you got your commander, which was a planeswalker, and then there was a signature spell you could do. But you could only play if you would if you'd have the planeswalker out there at at that time too. So you play Jace, and Jace had the ability where it's like if you draw when you have no car- cards in your deck, instead of losing the game, you win the game instead. So it was just like you play you wait oh, yeah, you wait yeah, for five mana, shit. you wait for five mana, then you play Jace, then you play the signature spell because it only costs one mana, and then you just win the game. <laughs> so it was so cheesy. It was so stupid. But it, was, it was like, man, it was like, I don't know. It was funny though. On occasion, I'll just go like when I'm bored on like, uh, like the just like deck creation ones or whatever, and then just yeah. like look and see what people have made or whatever and whatever. And I'm just like, oh my god. Some sometimes are just like it's disgusting. Why did these dragon cards get so expensive? That's because crazy to dragons me. got a lot of support in like sets that came later. And uh, Ur Dragon is basically just like the best thing for that. Like I'm looking right now, Ur Dragon by itself is eighty dollars. Yep. Ramos Dragon Engine is like almost fifty. Yep. They got really big uh, in the in the uh, EDH uh, uh, world because they they were like, if you wanted to build a competitive EDH deck, they, there was just so much support for dragons. It was. It's wild. There was, I think, like, just for Baldur's Gate, there was, like, three, or, like, one Elder Dragon each for, like, each color. So there's five new Elder Dragons. And they were all, like, pretty freaking good. And, like, I also in that... Too, I remember. And it's, like, also in that set was, um... Was that, was, like, a bunch of, like, hey, let's make things cheaper, and then they'll also be, like, stronger as well. And I'm just, like, man, alive. I want to say I'm really glad that we're all getting back into magic again. It's good. I was, I was just like, it was nice to kind of keep like take a little break or whatever. But yeah, it's 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 good. I was like, even like I remember like even even like times you don't play magic, I still like will just look at decks and go, oh, that sounds like fun or whatever. Yeah. Or I'll make a deck and I go, eh, play eventually. <laughs> they added a bunch of cards where it was like roll d20s or like. There's like a commander where it's like whenever you roll dice, put a one-one counter on it, and it was like uh, just there's just a bunch of cards for rolling d20s now. It's great, like seeing a bunch of people just like make decks around that. Yeah, so good. I'm the great. Oh, I have these two. I well, I always thought this would be cool to make a deck for this. They were like old school, like the original, like partner commanders. Which ones? It's like Grom the Great and Vitrus the Veiled, like green black or whatever. And it's like because like 
you want a vitreous to get through because whenever it deals combat damage to a player that the player loses half their health rounded up and then grom is just like hey it has to be blocked and it must be blocked by two or more creatures that's so like you just attack oh yeah you use those you use grom to attack and then vitreous will get through and you basically just half life somebody <laughs> i haven't cared like at all for standard and all but like i always thought edh was way better in my opinion yeah it's just a more interesting format it's a more interesting format and it's just like deck building is so much harder in it because you only have one copy per non-basic land or for yeah. like a non like a non-basic land card Basically, you can have as many as you want, but like for every other card, it's like only one. That's it. It's like there are a bunch of cards that do similar effects usually, but still. Wow, I could, I could make a really good commander deck out of this and not spend very much. Yeah, that's the other thing as well that I think Magic that Wizard of the Coast has been doing is like trying to drive down the cost of really expensive cards. Well, I was just saying for this one because I. Oh, and most of the cards that are in it. Well, that that too. It's, but there was like there are some that like so there are some cards that are just like that are really good that they're trying to push down the price because they want people to I play with those cards. Too, yeah. Like what was Liliana of the Veil just got reprinted in Dominaria United. Wait, really? Yep. So instead That's of being awesome. like a hundred bucks, you can now get it for like thirty bucks, which is still expensive, but it's way better than one hundred twenty. I just remember that because like Liliana Veil is like one of the chase cards for for it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. It's not Liliana the Veil. Oh, there's a, there's some new Phyrexians. Like there's a new Shieldred, but she's not as good as old Shieldred. <laughs> the apocalypse. I did not see what you do. It's like whenever you draw a card, you gain two life. Whenever an opponent draws a card, they lose two life, and it's a four five with death touch for five or four. And I'm just like, it's, it's really not as good as the old shield. Right? No, it's the, the old the old the shield is way better. Somehow our tracks that never moves from her from her spot. She is consistently at somewhere in the meta game. Still very strong. That ability is just it's just strong. Yeah. All right. Well. Should we call it there? I'm good with it. I'm good calling it there, yeah. Yeah, sounds good to me. So thank y'all so much for watching, for I guess listening, because we're technically I'm technically not put a but I, I mean if you're watching the bot of this cool. It'll not look great probably because I didn't turn on many of my lights, but that's fine. It's like I'm playing. Oh, in the we dark. didn't talk about <laughs> Yeah. We didn't talk about Big Moon. Did you not want to talk about uh, I don't really know a ton about it. I just know like Dunkey just made like his own publishing or was it like well we'll save it for next week yeah I, I don't really know what it is I'd have to look into it before I wanted to talk about it more but so yeah we'll uh, we'll see y'all next week when we talk about stuff so be sure to follow that guy at his Twitch channel Tom Cruise Can't Lose and uh, be sure to subscribe and uh, tell a friend about the podcast and everything like that and I'll maybe one day catch up on actually editing the podcast again Hopefully. <laughs> One of these days. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. See you all next week. Bye-bye.